Brunches, where your hosts Raquel Rodenberg and Christina Lau sip and spill with badass babes every Tuesday morning. It is Tuesday, and you have just me. <laughs> uh, today we have a solo episode, um, and it is me, Raquel Rodenberg, alone. Um, we're doing a couple solo episodes. I think you would have maybe heard Christina's solo episode a little bit ago. Yeah, we're testing this out. Things are really busy. Um, We're live streaming a lot together. And then just kind of finding that time in between for our other projects has been difficult. So we thought, let's try doing a couple solo episodes, see what we feel, see how we like it. And uh, we'll go from there. Just always testing, trying new things. Today you have a bit of a different episode, not just because it's solo, (laughs) but I had a big loss and I have stepped out of my comfort zone in this episode um, to share that with you guys in a cathartic healing way. So yeah, I hope that you get something from it. I don't know if it's enjoyable, (laughs) but I hope you get something from it. I lost my grandmother a few days ago. Um, She was the matriarch of our family for sure, the glue that held everybody together and my personal bonus mom. Um, My mom was very young when she had me and she was a single mother. So I spent a lot of time with my grandparents and especially with my grandmother. Um, A lot of who I am is from her. She really encouraged my creativity. She encouraged me to look at the world differently, to take ownership over my own happiness. All of these things that I think really make me who I am, a lot of them came from her. So... I think that I'm so lucky to have had her in my life and I don't know why I felt that I needed to do this episode, but I really did. It is not in the vein of sharing from the scar, not the wound. It is definitely still a wound. Um, But there was just something in my gut that said it had to happen. I can't explain it. I'm going with my intuition and I hope that it helps somebody. Maybe someone else is grieving and maybe it helps you. At the end of life, all that matters is love and nature. These are the words that keep ringing in my mind as I'm sneaking in extra trips to Van Dusen Gardens where I spent countless hours with my Oma. As I sneak out for walks to the ocean pacing up and down the lapping shores as I feel my glutes slowly trudge back into action during my climb up the mountain I spent my childhood summers. The memories are flooding in. I am grieving, grieving the loss of my beautiful Oma, the woman who gave me sanctuary in an often turbulent childhood. The woman who protected and encouraged my voice and freedom of speech. 
just as my mom did. She navigated my teens with grace. <laughs> she held me countless times as I cried and let me hide under the couch for hours, somehow knowing when that's what I really needed. She was and is my secret keeper, my inspiration. She opened my mind to spirituality and taught me from a young age how much of my life, mood, and circumstances were really in my own power. She reminded me to stay present, always doing so with a softness that made me feel heard. My pain was her pain, and what she didn't know was her pain was my pain. From countless poems written for her on artisan-crafted papers from Granville Island, to strange green drinks and spills from what I concocted from the herbs in her garden. She always encouraged me to explore the world around me, to get my hands dirty. Hummingbirds. I remember early dark mornings and heading down the mountain for riding lessons. Hours later, I would come home to fresh pancakes, my favorite, and then with a belly Full, I would head outside to join my Oma as she built a rock path by hand up the side of the mountain. Sleepy from my carb overload and the hours of riding or cleaning stalls, I would drift off in the forest bed to the sounds of rocks being placed and hummingbirds flying overhead. Our tiny beach. Hidden away, we would wander the path to that secret spot and back to the lapping of waves. Peace, tranquility, stories and teachings from Eckhart Tolle and Buddhist spiritual leaders. From the spinning of wool to weaving, she taught me the beauty of what hands and emotion can create. A patron of the arts, an artist, a mother, my Oma, and bonus mom. I miss our long chats and spirited debates. I miss your easy smile and the infectious laugh. And while I can't believe I won't get to cuddle up to you again in this lifetime, I know that you are with me. I am part of you. And so I get the great pleasure of carrying you with me throughout my life. Alas, this is not goodbye. It's merely until next time. We say at bombshells to share from the scar, not the wound, but I believe there are some things so deeply meaningful, so raw and so real that there's a power in sharing during these times. It's a very human emotion of love and loss and the path to accepting it and celebrating that you had the opportunity to enjoy such a great love that you can feel such an immense loss. So here I sit in her essence with these memories dancing all around me. And I'm just so thankful that I had her for my Oma, my bonus mom. I think my lesson during this time is to find space for what brings you joy and reminds you of treasured times and loved ones. For me right now, this has all gone down at a very unfortunate time. There's never a good time, but I have a very short timeline to finish my thesis. Um, 
were working full-time with Living Full in Vancouver. Uh, Christina has had to step up as if there's any stepping up from what she does anyways. <laughs> she's so amazing. Um, but she's had to kind of take on some more of my responsibilities so that I can navigate through this. And there's days where I can't navigate anything. Um, and there's days where I can take on much more, but it's rising with the tides. And I think communication during these times is key. Being able to have that safe space to say, hey, things aren't as easy as they sometimes are. And I may need you to pick up the slack. So it's amazing having someone on your team that you can count on to pick up your slack. And so that's been creating a bit of space, allowing me to sit a little bit more. <laughs> it's not much more time with all of the stuff that we're running with, but I've been finding those times but I wanted to share this because again, with bombshells, you will have heard over and over and over again how we say to share from the scar, not the wound. Um, but I think there's exceptions to every rule. <laughs> this will definitely be a wound for a long time. Uh, but I was kind of inspired, you know, we did a live stream just the other day with Elliot Slynn, who is the poet laureate of Laureate, actually I think it's Laureate. That sounds like a shampoo commercial. Uh, poet laureate of New Westminster, uh, which is actually a position. P.S. That's not like something we're just calling him. That is full on position. Um, but I had asked him how he can remain so vulnerable. You know, I find words are so vulnerable and. Um, I have so much respect for people who are able to show that side of themselves and, and to be vulnerable the way that he is. And he reminded me of the power in vulnerability. And he talked about believing that when you're vulnerable, you're basically laying down and you're welcoming and allowing other people to lay down beside you. And that's a level of connection that I think is very difficult for a lot of us. I know it's definitely very difficult for me. Um, but he said he truly believes that humanity is generally good and that they're not going to kick you when you're down. They're going to lay down next to you. And so um, that really inspired me because I think grief is so difficult but it's also a common denominator. I think everyone's been through grief or will at some point in their life because that is the flip side of the coin to love. And you can grieve the loss of someone who has left our earthly world or you can grieve the loss of someone for a breakup or for a friendship that ended, um, a pet that you've lost can be any number of grief-related losses. So 
could even be a loss of a version of yourself, you know, I, I was talking in an earlier episode about the interesting feelings that came up for me when I got engaged and how I was so excited, but I also was navigating these feelings of like a loss of a version of myself that I'd known my whole life. And I thought that was really interesting. So I just, I think this is an important thing to talk about and there's a power in talking about things when you're going through them because they are so raw and real. So this isn't going to be a very long one. It's a shorty. I'll do a longer one later. And if you haven't realized already, you have me to yourself today. <laughs> um, I think have you, as you've probably heard in the last couple episodes, if you are following along that, um, we are in very busy times. So Christine and I are testing and trialing some different things to get through it. So, um, that means doing some solo episodes. It means doing some episodes on the go. <laughs> if you've seen our forest one, it might be next week. Um, but yeah, it's busy. Things happen. <laughs> I actually, right before my grandmother passed, so basically we've been spending a lot of time with her or now she's passed we were spending a lot of time with her the last few weeks um i wrote off as much as i could so i basically was working and that's it i was not working on my thesis at all um and basically just going to the island my grandmother passed away at, in her home on salt spring island which as per her wish uh, with family all around her and it was such a testament to the human she is because man it was a full house <laughs> even you know some friends were passing through she had tons of phone calls family grandchildren even great-grandchildren um, we were all there and it was really beautiful amongst, you know, a lot of the sorrow that of course you're feeling at the loss of such an amazing matriarch. We were also laughing and, you know, making fun of each other and just being us. <laughs> and there is such a beauty in that. There's such a beauty in the duality of, of knowing this is a time where an end is coming but truly living through those moments. And uh, I had an appointment <laughs> with a natural path through, I've seen natural paths since I was a kid. Um, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but uh, I know that for me, it's definitely helped me at times in my life when my health needed help and traditional medicine wasn't necessarily cutting it. Um, so, I went to this natural path and she basically told me that, um, I was like, <laughs> these were not her words, <laughs> but she was basically saying that I'm like a high junkie. So I'm jumping from caffeine high to sugar high to workout high to whatever. And that is carrying me through episodes where I feel like I'm living less in my purpose. 
I was having kind of this whole moment for myself where when I was abroad, I was living in my purpose so fully. Um, and even though I'm working on my master's now, for some reason being here, it feels like a cheat. It's um, not where my university is. It's taking me out of that headspace. Um, of course, I was dealing with this stuff with my family. And I think also just knowing that my master's is coming to an end. I'm, I'm at the final stage of my thesis. And uh, maybe that's also why I'm putting things off a little bit because I don't quite want that end. It's like when you're reading a really good book and then you get to the end and you are just ravishing this whole book and you're flipping pages and it, and it's just like you're you're spinning through it so quickly and then you realize like oh my god i'm almost at the end and you start savoring every single word <laughs> and you reword reread a couple sentences and toss it around in your mind and you feel it you feel how those words feel in your mouth i don't know maybe i'm the only one that does this but i really savor in every way i can this last few pages of a really good book because there's a sense of loss to losing those characters, to losing that author, to losing that world that they crafted. Um, and I think that's the season that I'm in right now is, is I'm savoring a number of things that are ending. There was, you know, my, my grandmother's life, um, which is by far the biggest loss without question um the loss of attending this university that I fought so hard to get into my master's program that didn't go quite to plan <laughs> with the pandemic and a number of other things it, nothing went quite according to plan but one doesn't um but really savoring these last moments of doing this research of my time in Tanzania you know every time I work on my thesis I'm also reminded of my time that I spent there and it's so beautiful it was such a incredible time in my life um I do talk about it in a previous episode I highly recommend listening to it if you are interested in research um volunteering abroad, Africa, <laughs> Tanzania, the Maasai, um, the duality of trying to create safe spaces for everybody, not just people that you agree with. Um, these are all things that were really within my purpose as a human. And yeah, feeling that loss and it doesn't have to be a loss I'm you know I I can find opportunities that live within my purpose as well but um but this chapter is closing and I think it's okay it's okay to revel in that to say I had an amazing season this is what I did and this is what I learned and this is who I was during this time and it's okay to mourn that. We, we are constantly changing. We are in constant evolution. It's okay to mourn 
a previous version of yourself. Um, you know, and the next stage is starting new again, starting fresh. It's uncertain. It's, okay, how can I find a career or position that fulfills me to that degree? Um, that allows me to travel, which is another thing that I absolutely love to do. Um, I've got lots of amazing things on the horizon. Wedding. <laughs> but those don't negate the loss of the last moment. And yeah, I think they should be celebrated. Just like we celebrate our wins or should be. I think we can all work better at that as well. <laughs> um, yeah, we can also... You can also say, this sucks saying goodbye <laughs> to this last version of myself. It's also an opportunity to take an audit of what you loved about that version of yourself and figure out what you need to bring forward with you to keep being that fulfilled. You know, I think happiness is fleeting. Happiness, you have moments of happiness and moments of sadness and every other emotion in between, um, there's a myriad, <laughs> um, but to be fulfilled and satisfied is a state that we're aiming to create a constant, um, for a much longer period of time and hopefully throughout life. That'd be great. I don't know. Has anyone figured that out yet? <laughs> it's the goal. So that is me right now. And I think we're gonna make this one a shorty. It's just a little a little check-in from me. Um yeah, happy Tuesday. And I look forward to next week. We'll see what pops up. Maybe we won't be in manic mode anymore. <laughs> We'll see. Thanks for listening, Bombshells. In order to continue to elevate, please rate and follow or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and hit us up on Instagram at Bombshell Brunches, where we'll be listening for your feedback, ideas, and guest suggestions. Until next time, stay focused, fierce, and fabulous.